I'm a fucking walking paradox. No, I'm not. Three six with the oh, fucking. Right. He's I'm fucking sorry. popping. I'm so, he said I'm the exact so same thing as I did. Tyrell, I am so fucking sorry that they won't do this for you. <laughs> they we we come on every week. We we record. We state our wrong opinions. The ma- <laughs> two of the three members. One the let's just say the Latino one. He's always right, but the other ones we got just shooting from the hip. And they can't even spit a freestyle for you right now. I'm sorry. Uh, I I don't blame you one bit if you unsubscribe from the podcast. But we're just trying to be out here for our fans. And some of us just don't want to. They just want to show Christmas trees in the background. What's up, uh, Melting Pot episode 28, the Bob Boat special. It's it's your boy, Young Yoshik, A Fantasia, aka short name, but my dick tall. And I got my boys with me. I got a TZ and then I got Shay with me. I said, What's up? Hi, guys. What's good, y'all? Welcome back, Melting Pot. It is your host, always doing the most. How are y'all doing this week? I can't wait to show them our surprise that you guys set them up for last week on this episode i'm doing good i'm a little bit exhausted but it's they were smiling lots don't worry don't worry a little bit exhausted because it's end of the semester but we're here we're here to talk you know i'm gonna slam my dick on the that's good shay that's good i'm I'm, I'm happy i'm happy you're here thank you yo i'm driving this thing off the rails thomas the tank engine derailed first project this week it's like him just fucking (laughs) (laughs) all right y'all you go ahead. Princess Nokia. I'll watch this game. The girl cried red. Princess Nokia is a uh, alternative, I guess, hip-hop and R&B recording artist based out of New York City. We talked about her 1992 project that came out last fall, and she's back with a new EP this week. I'm not going to go into super long detail about it, but it's a really short project that is basically has her fusing hip-hop emo and rock all throughout this year kind of going back to a lot of her favorite brand bands as inspiration i know she just started uh recently a new radio station on apple music and um some of the episodes were kind of tailored towards that there the main theme about over these tracks here uh overcoming depression and loneliness uh, the one song my favorite song out of this is look up kid but yeah i guess if you're looking want to hear her over that type of sound then go ahead i i i, I yeah it's i mean i i'm i'm, a, I'm all for it shout out to princess nokia she can do what she wants it's really starting to get crazy how we're starting to like review second and third projects by artists that we have reviewed in the past like with earth gang it was different because it was meant to be a trilogy with this one it's like our first genuine second review of an artist so i i thought about that when i was going audio push so i thought that was pretty cool lil wayne I, okay well the lil wayne thing was conway audio west side gun west side gun. okay and anyways anyways never mind, never mind. Well, all right, stupid. No, ass. we can say that. I'll say this instead. I'll say this instead. Off with his head. We were uh, one of the first products that we reviewed was Princess Nokia. So it took me back to when we first started. I'll just say that. As Reminiscing. A sob story. Sob story. Yeah, so whatever, whatever. That's me. So um, just based off of the cover art, you know, I kind of had a feel. Oh, wait, well, that was that was on the um, pilot episode, wasn't it? Yeah. Shut up. Shut, Shut up. up. <laughs> okay. 
So just looking at the cover art, I had an idea on what to expect. Kind of not necessarily dark production, but kind of subject matter that may be considered bad stigma. And which is the case with this, because like Tizi said, she is talking about, you know, overcoming depression, overcoming being alone and just kind of being this outcast. Yeah. And then like the makeup and like she's just it looks like very, very edgy, very, very kind of emo punk ish kind of vibes. Uh, It's exactly what this is. Yeah, yeah, but like, so that's why I was kind of like, okay, I kind of know what to expect. And to me, I appreciate the inspiration behind this because I think it's really, really cool when people take inspiration, like within the hip hop game or even alternative, when they kind of go into their inspiration that people may not think that they would be inspired by. I don't know if that made any sense, but point being, I thought it was cool that this project, she was being inspired by some of the bands that she liked, and of course, emo emo uh, kind of stuff for the most part uh, this was a miss for me to be quite honest it was it's only 20 minutes but it was just a miss for me the autotune she was using in a few of the songs or whatever she was doing to kind of make her voice sound a little bit different i wasn't really feeling that but i do appreciate again the subject matter and the last song little angel i thought that was pretty interesting uh the song little angel is about this little boy who has on glitter and makeup and high heels so she's kind of talking about you know when a guy is making a transition into becoming a female and it sounds like the kid or the kid or guy whoever it is but it's a he he passed away somehow some way and it's kind of her like missing him and wishing that he was here with her still so i thought that was really really cool just how she tackled a subject like that do am i gonna replay it no but it's something that I, I can appreciate it for at the very least. So I mean, if you if you if your if your ears kind of perked up from how we describe this, it's only twenty minutes. Give it a give it a shot. But I mean, it's a, it's a miss for me. It's a miss for me. Smash my heart to pieces. It looks so good on the floor. That I remember that line came up in like three or like a good majority of the songs. Yeah. Yeah. It was the whole very opening line. Yeah. 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 It was. It was. It was whatever. Jordan. Huh. <laughs> I got uh, heavy Blink-182, some 41 vibes from this entire tape mixed with a bit of Avril Lavigne if we're, be- if we're uh, keeping it a buck. And I'm not a huge fan of early 2000s, mid-2000s punk rock. So, you know, none of this shit was really going for me. <laughs> Such a- you didn't spin this once. You didn't spin this once. So shut the fuck up. You are a it's wild. Like, it's, ba- it's, it's basically if you take Linkin Park and you take the rapping dude from that and you take like not the drummer from Blink 182 like the main singer and then you take some 41's mediocre fucking guitars and drums and smash it all together and then like Grabbing you pitch up his vocals so he's punk rock band he's <laughs> <laughs> trying, trying to make it sound like it's a... yo shout to Princess Nokia I wanted to marry her at one time but then I was like I can do better she's she, yeah, she's still dope god damn it Next up, Pac Div, back with an album, First Baptist. Pac Div, Pacific Division, um, is a trio composed of two brothers, Light and Mibs, and then longtime friend B. Young, um, all hailing from Palmdale, South California. Uh, they, formed, uh, they formed this group back in high school and have been making music since 2005, so they've all been around a while. Uh, but this group here, I mean, they all have solo solo stuff. But this group here is uh, has three solo albums now, 
And I have never listened to Pactiv Project before. Same here. But when I heard about these guys and figured out they were about a, when I found out that Like was part of this trio, I was really excited because I was first introduced to Like back in 2016 with his project songs made while high and i really liked that i mean i thought i really liked the way he rapped and the direction on there was super cool as well too and when i found out that he was part of this it made a lot of sense why i kind of like this again because most of the production on this project is handled by like there's a beat by god damn i don't know so it'll be by a couple other guys one from um, one one beats made from esta on here and a shout out to esta because he makes dope stuff too um but no this this year, I think that PacDiv basically just makes projects where they're able to kind of make these West Coast boom bap type beats and that allows them to be kind of braggadocious in a sense. But in that same sense, talk about shit that relates to them and their lives and maybe the lifestyles um, in Southern California where they live. So really not a ton, but I think... That this uh, it was I, I, this was a fun project for me to listen to when I liked it. Like has really fun bouncy production all over this thing, and I think that's it's, I like to listen to that. Yeah, I mean to to kind of to carry on what you said about the production, like that's one thing that immediately stood out to me upon first listen was just how bouncy, how kind of brash it was in a sense, not in a bad way, but just kind of like loud, loud and kind of not necessarily in your face, but it was like right there in front of you and you could just feel it. Like it was, it was pretty cool. Energetic. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very energetic. And um, I gave this three, three listens, three honest to God listens. And I mean, it was cool. It was cool. You know, I, I didn't really get that interested in it. Not saying it was bad or anything, but I didn't really get too interested in it until probably about track five with gorgeous. And with that song to me, um, it was still energetic, still bouncy, but yet it kind of had more of a chill vibe than <laughs> than a you know the bouncy vibe that they had on the previous tracks, and like that really appealed to me. And then Circle, the next track, kind of had Circle's that dope. same chill. Yeah, it kind of had that same vibe, that that chill vibe, yet still being consistent with the production from the previous tracks. I thought that was dope as hell. Um, no fucks given. I fucked with that song. Uh, the guy who spit first, I was trying to find the lyrics. I cannot find the lyrics at all to these songs. But the first guy who spits on No Fucks Given was just went crazy. And I, I loved it so much from that very, from just that first verse alone. I loved it. And the other song that I really, really enjoyed was uh, Summertime Fine, which is the outro track. Again, very easygoing. Very, it was a good way to, to end this project. Uh, overall, I mean, I've, I fuck with it. Yeah, it, it's pretty good. I'm going to go back to it for sure. Uh, overall, I would, I would suggest this to, to people. Honestly. Yeah, um, the songs that I that I liked when I was listening to this, I liked Players of the Year, very first song. I liked Apartment Ten. That was uh, cool. Ti- too, yeah. Time will tell, and then Circle. Those were those were the four standouts for me. And then again, you said that the the outro track was kind of dope too. Um, mm-hmm. But no, I mean, I I, I I fuck would like, and I know Mib. Mibs had a project back in 2016 as well too that I just I, I haven't listened to, but I know that he does have solo work as well to check out as well. But no, um, shout out to Pack Dave. Hopefully they keep making dope shit. How do you feel in Time Will Tell when the the guy in the first verse says we love our hip hop, not love in hip hop? I lost trust in hip hop because there's no love in hip hop. How do you feel about that line, dude? I, they can you know they, low key. I mean, wait, wait, who says that first of all? I don't even I don't even know I didn't have the Here, lyrics I'm, with I'm me. gonna pull this up real quick. It was it was the first person. Oh, though. Mibs. Mibs. Okay, yeah. How, how'd you? It worked for me. Like 
like it works like they, like, okay, they both they cool. both spit like they, all of them yeah. kind of spit like yeah yeah and uh in that same that same verse by mibs he says i don't fuck with these new guys and i was like okay i feel you like okay like <laughs> i i believe you i believe you like them that's... yeah so th- those two or those kind of quotes like stuck with me out of that song yeah well, i mean especially like on like the players of the year song like like his spit in his ass off on there like he, like he sets it off like diggable planets i'm cool like that headbangs oh. two ice packs enough oil in my cup to fill two two iraqs i was like oh yeah the the iraq part really got me <laughs> i was like damn <laughs> yeah it was it was fun it was a fun project thoughts on pack div go i didn't listen <laughs> all right last and finally not least we have Tanache with a new album, Joyride. Tanache is an American singer, songwriter, actress, dancer, and former model born in Lexington, Kentucky, and but raised in L.A. Now, I, I didn't know this, but I, apparently she uh, acted on Two and a Half Men. Signed with RCA Records... And shortly after her 2012 mixtape, In Case We Die, and then later on that in 2013, she released Reverie and Black Water, where uh, Tuan was released in January 2014 on her debut album Aquarius. I didn't start listening to her projects or until, well, I guess like a full project, project I should say, until Amethyst in 2015. I don't think I've listened to Aquarius. Um, but she said Amethyst in 2015, Night Ride 2016, and now latest installment uh, is Joyride in 2018. This album here is... It didn't click with me the first time I listened to it. And I don't know what it was exactly, but I mean, I just like there was there wasn't a ton that like just drew me in. And I don't know, except for the song No Drama. And that I mean, I fuck with that song immediately. And I didn't listen to any singles or anything like that before I listened to this project. But I think that. When I really dived into this today, I, I really started trying to like break this apart. And I'm just going to say a few things about, you know, um, a lot of these tracks here. So it starts off with the intro track and it's got this really pulsating, aggressive instrumental throughout the whole thing. And if you've seen the movie and the new movie Annihilation, it reminds me so much at the end of Annihilation, um, just with the way that the just the sound is just very it's just at you like it's really aggressive. It's loud. Um, it's just kind of makes your heart race. And you know, it's got this saying where she's saying preparing for joyride type deal. And so it was just a really kind of eye opening intro to kind of prepare to, for what was to come here. And then we get into the song Joyride, which I it, the song grew on me. I didn't really like it at first, but I listened to it again as like you know it's it's, it's not half bad (laughs) but i really like the song no drama (laughs) featuring offset she's just she's she's bossy she's got attitude in this song it's got a nice bouncy beat and offset actually didn't sound half bad over this you know (laughs) or how much we've heard offset and migos um i really fuck with no drama a lot and i think the one thing that she had to say about this album here is she said, I think the past few years that I've been working on this project, she's been feeling like she's had to prove herself a lot. And um, she's just kind of 
continuing to push against that adversity type style. And so that, I think that's kind of apparent on this here. You know, going to the track, he don't want it. It's pretty much a song about all the fuck boys that missed out on her, you know, uh, <laughs> type of deal. Ooh la la, a beat that's backed by the sound of like a squeaky bed, you know, you get that kind of vibe from it. Um, but again, they've got another sassy, braggadocious type of track. Me So Bad, an upbeat Caribbean type of vibe, you know, one of the few tracks that sounds like that, one of the only tracks really that sounds like that on here. The song Ain't Good For You, it's got big bass, uh, really kind of productive sounding in a sense which she said that this song here kind of represented a mood or a vibe um, that was missing from this project and i think that that's really important for her because I, I think it did in a sense kind of fill that hole where it's got it's just got this her sounding you know trying to kind of draw you in and she's basically talking about you know she's not trying to be in a relationship you know with him but she wants to, she wants to take him home and show him what she's about um, and so i respect that it's Tanache. <laughs> Stuck with me has the uh, a little dragon feature on there. The lead singer uh, Kimi Nagano. Hopefully, I said that right. Um, she sounded cool. She, she has this really um, high tone, kind of soft, innocent type of voice. That I think that was a really cool compliment to Tanache on that track there. Trunks. Mm-hmm. The, the song Salt is basically. It's a heartbreak song, and it's it's basically talking about how you're going to deal with it, you know, um, and how it's wanting someone to go easy on you for that, on that the breakup relationship instead of, you know, making your life miserable. And I think, you know, if you're going to have an R&B album, you kind of have to have a heartbreak song in there somewhere. And so I think that Salt fills that quota there. Faded Love, definitely a vibe song. Um, sensual again, but she sounds a little more muted over that track there. And then finally... The last song, Fires and Fl- Fire and Flames, which I think is a really interesting ending to this album because it's one of the few, if not only, song that is like really like R&B-ish in a sense, I guess. Um, it's backed by a really beautiful piano-laden beat um, that kind of has this going down the scale type of repetition to it. But it's a song talking about being attracted to someone who is self-destructive and bad for you. But, you know, even if you know that, it, you know, even knowing that, you still can't let go of that. But I think that Tanache sounds super beautiful over it. It's got her, she's um, over that song where she's kind of really showing her range in that sense there. And so this here project for me clicked on this last listen where I was like, you know, I, I, I get it now type of deal. And so I, I, I like this more than I liked it the, uh, the, the first couple of listens I did. I mean, it's not, for me, anything crazy, like, blow, like mind-blowing or anything like that. But, I mean, it's, there's a couple of songs that I can definitely vibe to and uh, appreciate for what she was trying to do. This was my first Tanache project, and I have heard of her before through the Twitter. But, yeah, so this is my very first time being brought into her music and honestly i gave this three listens you know i i wasn't i I didn't have any biases so it's not like i went in thinking that this was going to be horrible or anything but you know at the end of the day this project was just kind of meh to me it's not bad by any means but just something that's not really that that's appealing to me now i did like songs from um Mm -hmm. my my favorite songs were stuck with me like you mentioned It it, it was so catchy to me it was really really catchy and as i was looking at the lyrics i was like i think over time I might be like, okay, this is just a little bit repetitive, but for the time being, like, 
I can fuck with it. It's catchy. Uh, Salt was another song that I really, really enjoyed. Salt, and, yeah. Yeah, and uh, Fires and Flames. I really, really like that. Like that. I think that song is the one song that I'm, I'm gonna go back to for sure. And like just the concept of it, you know, how she can't let go of this destructive person in her life because of the attachment she feels to this person. And I just kind of was like, okay, like that. That's pretty cool. Like that's pretty cool how she was able to make a song about this and have it as her closing track. Uh, um, there are some some sensual tracks as well as you know like the uh, like for instance the, the no drama song with Offset how it's kind of uppity and she's kind of like like you said she has an attitude she she's talking her talk and she's just kind of like saying hey I'm here to stay I just want good vibes type of shit so I, I really respected that but yeah some some sensual songs a couple songs that I just want to highlight and you you kind of went through them but the ooh la la that bed squeaking caught me so off guard i was like what the fuck I, is I, that? Don't know, I don't know what it is but songs that like have that really draw me in i don't really? know if that's something about me but i mean it's i'm like uh, i was like okay I, we're, I, I i like where this is going uh, yeah i mean with me like it's not bad or anything but i just kind of like it's i don't know it's kind of like a a hit or miss for me in all honesty but i was like that's just that stood out immediately and i spoiled it for jordan because i wanted him to to listen to this i was like yo there's a track on here where the bed's squeaking and he was like what the fuck lol and that's all that was said and i was like okay it's fine <laughs> and then the one last track uh me so bad with ty dollar sign in french montana it's uh, you know it's intended to be a feel-good song like you said it has like a a Caribbean uh, vibe to it. And I mean, when you get uh, features like Ty Dolla Sign and French Montana for a feel-good song, you know, those are pretty uh, good features to have if that's what you're going for. And, you know, it's not my favorite song by any means, but it does its job. You know, you want, it's, you it's want, fine. You want, French, you want French Montana on a feel-good song? Because I don't know if I exactly do. Ty, <laughs> it's, Ty it's maybe, yeah. It's I, I'll put Ty Dolla Sign on it, but French, it's really? It's his voice. What, what French Montana songs make you feel good when you hear them talk? Oh, I got I got, uh, I got one example one example pop that no uh how about so high it's it's outro by by Meek Mill with little Snoop in French Montana that's the one song I don't know. okay I don't know if that's necessarily feel good <laughs> but yeah it was pretty it was a pretty decent album you know no not something that's not up my lane but it's it's good for what it is and like I said I will return to fires and flames so you know there is some good in here that I was appealed to that was appealing to me jordan thoughts i if she wasn't dating ben simmons i would have spun this <laughs> amazing contributions this week young yosh you know i gotta edit <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of work so we got a guest here this week for y'all uh i got a nice fun interview from a guy named synopsis from the group coolie high of north carolina so without further ado let's hop right into it all right, so we got Synopsis with us here from Cooley High. Uh, say what's up, Synopsis. What's going on, people? What's up? Just look, give us a uh, quick little of how Cooley High got started. Oh, uh, well, all the members. Times, but. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I mean, we, we all met uh, at NC State University. Uh, before we were Cooley High, we were a hip-hop organization on campus. We used to throw events and throw parties, and just over time, we just eventually decided to become a group. At the advice of Ninth Wonder, we were making some songs. He kind of heard them, said we should keep doing what we're doing. Rhapsody came up with the name Cooley High. Jason Clary, who has designed a bunch of things for us over over the duration, um, designed the logo, and we kind of went with it from there. Is um, is that organization that y'all like started at NC State, is that still running? Unfortunately not. Um, Damn. 
you know, we we started it and we try to keep it going, but it's a thing where it's a hard thing to keep up over time just because it requires a lot of people be on the same page with wanting the same thing for music at the school. Mm-hmm. I mean, like they still there's there's still, you know, rappers and things on campus, but it's not so much of a unified front um like it was when we were there. Okay. Uh what kind of events would you guys do when you were at NC State and had this music group going oh man we would do everything we would throw just basic house parties with digits spinning we would also throw rap battles we would do impromptu shows we would do a lot anything that was related to music we were trying to be in it we even held uh beat battles too because beat battles were big in north carolina at the time then so Matter of fact, I actually won the like the main beat battle we we hosted on campus. I remember I beat Foolery in the finals, and that was <laughs> a dope. that, that was dope. a funny thing. That's yeah. dope. That's dope. That's dope. So like when you're like holding these events and stuff like that, you know, I mean, do you do you have any? Uh, do you have like a story that you know? Did you want to share with us of something crazy that went down or anything like that, or something something fun? Yeah, I definitely remember when we had our first impromptu show on campus and. It was all the art forms were represented. Like we had MCs, we had graffiti artists, we had break dancers. And at the time, uh, Little Brother was huge and the Justice League was huge in NC. And I never forget Median, uh, one of the members of the Justice League, came up on stage and just kicked the impromptu freestyle and gave us all copies of his new EP. And then dipped, and it was kind of crazy. So it was just like, <laughs> oh, that's medium. Like, and we just kind of always, for that moment, we kind of always felt like, you know, it was good vibes just yeah. kind of doing, doing that type of thing. So, yeah. That's, that's, yeah, that's pretty sweet. You guys just had a, uh, a new project come out, Never Come Down. Mm-hmm. And um, is there, so y'all are, are y'all still, so some of y'all moved up to New York a little while ago, right? Yes, yeah, so at one point in time, everybody lived with the exception of me and Rhapsody. Because I'm from Brooklyn, I moved down here for school. Okay. But since that time, Foolery has moved back, Tab 1 moved back. So everyone is basically here with the exception of Charlie Smarts and DJ Ill Digits. So those are the two members in New York. But they come down here enough, we kind of correspond through telephones and meetings. Technology definitely has made it easier to, to do this type of thing than it was in the past. Oh, I, I mean, I, I bet, yeah. Um, with with this new uh, this new album that you guys put out here, was were you guys going for a certain concept or a certain sound or anything like that? I mean, in the beginning, we weren't. I mean, because when we first started, we were just making songs. Knife Wonder executive produced it, so it was a situation where it was it was easier to do because we didn't really have to make a lot of the final decisions. It kind of alleviated a lot of the, the arguments that typically would happen between what people's favorite songs were. But at the same time, we had to focus differently, man, because I'm just saying, like, it's ninth, so you can't just bring him <laughs> some trash. Like, everybody was kind of locked in, and it just was literally, you know, raising the bar constantly. Like, we would, the album would reach a certain point, take a certain shape, and then we would just continue to push it. So it was a good time, man. It just was the thing where when it was done and we heard all the songs, we got the vision clearly. But leading up to then, we were just trying to make dope jams. What's uh, what's what's your favorite track on the on the project? All of them, all of them are my favorite. <laughs> Come on, all of them. you can't just say all of them. You have to pick. You gotta pick one. one. Yeah, one. That's a See, the thing is, though, I don't. So you know, nah. I mean, 
I probably would say if I had to go with a favorite, what's today? Uh, today is Wednesday. Okay, it's Wednesday. So Wednesday is more than money day. I'm going to say more than money <laughs> uh, is the favorite song uh, right now. Uh, just because to me, when I heard that, when I heard that song, it was really, I just knew that people were going to kind of gravitate towards that one. And people gravitate towards a lot of different songs, but I knew when I heard that, I was like, this is kind of crazy. So immediately yeah what do you uh how i guess you guys you guys have been in the you know making music as a group for for a little minute now um how do yeah. you feel about the music scene you know north carolina and like what it is currently and maybe how it's evolved since you guys have been putting i mean it's a completely different landscape now just because when we first started you know, there are a lot of a lot of ogs and heavyweights in terms of the local scene you know you had the justice league you had little brother the away team a ninth wonder you know fonte superstition median it was just a lot of a lot of people who were into the rapping and the production side of it and now we're kind of the ogs and social media has happened so the way you promote, the way you go about everything, just the way your whole movement is, is it's all a lot of it's all on the internet. And this, the music industry is different in, in, in general, period. So people are getting deals off YouTube. People are, you know, able to put out their own music right on Spotify. So a lot of the, the middleman situation is gone, whereas the blogs and the gatekeepers were way more of a thing back when we started. And some of that's still true, but is it's not as... You know, it's not a, a mandatory thing like it once was. Mm-hmm. So. Do, do you prefer it now, as in the, the the music industry now, as opposed to how it was back then? Or do you think that right now it's a lot better for artists to thrive if they're independent? <laughs> I mean, there's pros and cons of both. Honestly, I don't even know because with, you know, the benefit of being able to do everything yourself and there's so much access Mm-hmm. everything is flooded all the time. So, like, everybody got free to on a computer making beats, like, right now. Like, every, That's true. Like, yeah. like <laughs> it's nothing. And, and, yeah. and before, you know, it was a thing where if you had to buy some hardware, that kind of weeded out a lot of people. Like, you really had to do it if you were going to drop some money on, on an MPC or an ASR or anything like that. But at the same time, being in college and being a broke college student, if you wanted to be close to it, <laughs> I I just got free to loops and was just going at it. So I I definitely appreciate the opportunity that you know the the do it yourself culture that it is now. It definitely is made for a lot of interesting things because the thing is too before if you had to go to a record label and they didn't want to give you a deal, then what were you gonna do? You know, it was, it was much it was much more difficult to kind of see things all the way through and now you can just kind of give your music to your own fans or cultivate your fan base so i mean that's always going to be a, a positive thing for sure for sure and kind of staying within the realm of things going back what what made you become committed to making music like when did you kind of realize that like okay i'm gonna do this shit full time i mean really when i first heard the listening and then meeting ninth wonder and then being able to go you know, and just learn from him and watch him make beats all day, like nine to five, like being able to watch him work and kind of see just the, the whole movement. But I was just saying, man, like being able to be connected with people who are already doing it on a major level and kind of see them and talk to them um, and have opportunity to learn from them. It just was like, well, why not? Like, this is how people are doing it now. 
And it was like, what else was what else was there to really do that was dope? Like forming and putting on shows and making music with your friends and have people support and come out and watch you perform. Like, oh, I mean, it was it was a great feeling. It still is. And so, like before you were at NC State, you were obviously you know making music yourself and stuff like that before, right? No, nah, not really. Like I had the program on my computer, but I didn't really mess with it just because I would open it up. It kind of asked some people some questions, but then it was just more of a thing where when you're by yourself, it's just a little more difficult in the beginning because that collaborative energy and, you know, the vibe to kind of feed off of in terms of what to do and what you're going to make, it was just less present. So okay. when I got down here, it just, it, it just reaffirmed everything. It was like, okay, this is, this is when it's going to start like right now. Oh, that's cool. I mean, yeah. So, um, with, I mean, you're, so you're one of the producers, out from the Cooley High group, correct? Mm-hmm. Do you do you rap it all as well either, or do you just no, stick no, to no, 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 chill, chill. Nah, I mean, people got to do their jobs, man. Get good at the job that you're doing. So you, uh, start, you start having issues when everybody's trying to do everything. No, no, I, that's fine. I wasn't insinuating anything. I was, I was just asking. That's no, cool. Um, cool. Um, so, with you, with that being said, I mean, do you? Do you feel like you have like a sound or like something that like you gravitate towards when you're you know making a beat? I mean, I like I like you know just anything that sounds organic, just like soulful, just textures, just things that you know really you know that just really just resonate and touch the spirit. You know, it's gotta have that that good feeling in it. So whether it's jazz, whether it's soul, it could be seventies, eighties, nineties, two thousands, whatever. Man, it's it's you know soul is universal, so. They got that vibe to it, and I can hear what I want to do with it. It'll get chopped. It'll get chopped up. Yeah. How do, so what's what's your take on like sampling music and stuff like that? Do you do you like doing that, or do you kind of like creating your own sound in, in that sense? No, I mean, I mean, but the thing is, like, sampling is creating your own sound because you're taking something and you're putting your own spin on it, your own interpretation. So even if you look at hip hop, it's situations where cats will sample the same record. And the two beats will sound totally different. Like, for example, if you look at, you know, Kanye's Overnight Celebrity and Scarface's You Don't Know, they both sample, you know, that Lenny Williams loop, but both of the beats sound completely different because mm-hmm. both of their styles are different. I feel that, yeah. Um, who, who, are some, who are some artists uh, that, you, that you looked up to and, like, listened to a ton when you were, were you know, growing up and even in college, I guess? Oh man, uh, Slum Village was definitely a group. Tribe, Outcast, um, Jay Z, early Kanye, um, even just older soul music. The Marvin, Marvin Gaye, Bobby Womack, all that type of stuff. Of course, Ninth and Little Brother. Uh, just anything, just in that vein, man. Like DJ Premier, Pete Rock, uh, Pete Rock and Seal Smooth. So a lot of that stuff just kind of. Um, got me through. Is there an artist, I guess, whether it be, you know, in the Raleigh area or not, that you uh, really want to work with? In the Raleigh area? I mean, I I pretty much have had the benefit of working with most people that in this area that I'm trying to work with uh, right now. Um, And with that being said, I mean, you never know. It's always opportunity for someone to pop up or for there to be a situation for you to step in and do something that's different just to catch people off guard. But 
I mean, we just we've been working on the album never come down so long that it was just the thing where, you know, it was more about finding a groove with the the members within the collective and then going from there. So, yeah. So what about so how about outside of the the Raleigh area then? Is there is there an artist maybe that's popping right now that that you'd like to uh that you'd like to work with personally? I mean, it's a long list, man. Like it's, <laughs> it's a long list. I I mean, I'm gonna be honest, like I just like collaborating in general. So I mean, I think any opportunity I had to to definitely work with someone who's dope, because you never know what the collaboration gonna bring. Like I mean, obviously, you know, Fonte for example, like being able to collaborate with Fonte would be crazy. Um, Royce the Five Nine, like I'm a huge Royce fan, that would be crazy too. And even just you know, then of course, like the obvious people, like if you had a chance to work with Kendrick. Or absolutely anybody on TV, oh, like, like <laughs> right? I mean, even like, and even J. Cole, like North Carolina representative, like definitely he makes, you know, music that is, you know, that reflects as elements of music that I used to listen to. So that those vibes are kind of the same. But those opportunities, I mean, they may happen. So you just got to stay in it. So you know, J. Cole got that album dropping tomorrow night. Yeah, that's that's cool. Like, I can't wait to really check it I'm out. I'm so excited. Yeah, I'm so yeah. excited for it. It's gonna be crazy. <laughs> yeah. Who are some artists that you think deserve more love? I mean, Cooley High. You know, for sure, for sure, <laughs> for sure. They deserve the most yes. love. Yes, for um, sure. I agree. No, nah, but everybody on this side of town, like you know, there's you know, Jamlers here in North Carolina, like Cooley High, Rhapsody, GQ, Ruben Vincent. Um, Heather Victoria, all those people that I kind of see every day and work with in the studio, you know, I think they all have great projects and make great art. Shout out to Kells um, from Oakland. You know, it's just like a big, a big family. So mm-hmm. I think they all deserve more love. And, and it's going to come in time because if, sure. yeah. if you make dope stuff and you kind of make sure that it's branded right and you take your time and you know forge those relationships i mean you'll you'll definitely make that progress so um have you have, have you guys like as a group have you guys performed uh recently anywhere Funny you bring that up. we have a performance this saturday april 21st at um lincoln theater so you know one of y'all's in north carolina that you mentioned you know come out to the show <laughs> And bring, like, literally bring, like, five or ten people. Like, you have to come out. If you want to come out and meet us and kick it with us, come do that. But, yeah, show this Saturday. Doors open at 10, Lincoln Theater. It'll be Cooley High, G. Yawazawa, Mbala, uh, and 3 a.m. Y'all heard the man. Go, go, go check these cats out. I mean, they're they cooking up something over there in Raleigh. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, have you guys traveled? I, I guess I... Have you guys like traveled as a group anywhere, like in terms of doing shows like outside of Raleigh? Yeah, of course, man. We've been uh, New York, Philly. We've been South Carolina. We've been mainly up and down the eastern seaboard, but we we've traveled and, and gone several places throughout college, after college, during that time. So even like when everybody lived in New York, like you mentioned before, like we were doing shows in the Northeast mm-hmm. um, around that time too. So yeah, we traveled and done shows before. So how, um, I guess going back to, you know, when you guys kind of were like separated and stuff like that, how has it been to, like, how hard has it been as a group to like work together when you, you guys are trying to do like solo shit as well too? Because I know that was one thing that was really important to you guys when you guys formed the group, having Rhapsody on there and now she's kind of out doing her own thing. 
Yeah, I mean, everybody, the way the group is situated, everyone's capable of doing their own thing. And I think it's good because the music we make together is different than the music we make all on our own. Like, everybody definitely has their own identity as an artist. So even when people look at, you know, what Rhapsody's doing, and you listen to Layla's Wisdom, Layla's Wisdom sounds very different than Never Come Down or David Thompson. But the thing is, (laughs) she was a part of the group. So when you listen to those verses, you kind of look at, you know, people's identity when they're making Cooley High albums. And then when they're not making Cooley High albums, they aren't going to be the same thing. So it's always good. That flexibility helps with, with the process. So uh, is you guys as a group like so I guess as you personally, I mean, do you have anything going on um, right now that you're working on? Yeah, just working on promoting this album, man. Just working on trying to get it into as many people's hands as possible because, you know what I'm saying? I mean, you guys are out in uh, Denver, you said, or no, 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 North Dakota. You're out in North Dakota. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, once it gets out to certain parts of the Midwest, they all start to melt together in my mind. So my bad. (laughs) That is completely fair. It's all good. You know what I'm saying? It it happens, you know. But, nah, I mean, even in North Dakota, I'm sure there's, like, a bunch of people who who have no recollection or idea of, like, who we are. So, um, the fact that you guys reached out to us from North Dakota, like, that's dope. So we're trying to, like, kind of work our way into places and just grow the fan base, man. Because people, a lot of people who hear it like it. So we just want more people to hear it and try to keep them with us. For sure. Well, get your asses out here and do a concert then. <laughs> Listen, look, we're trying. <laughs> I mean, what's your, local no, what's your local rap scene like out there? Who hot out oh, there right now? Oh geez. Oh god, man. I, I'm gonna tell you it's it's very exists, to be honest. I mean there's a couple yeah, of, like like I don't even think like the seven oh one boys really don't even exist anymore. It's been oh, a while like, since we sound met. like y'all need to start a rap group. You're talking about us getting out there. <laughs> yeah. Like, y'all need to get out there and get y'all stuff going. Oh man. Hey, that's why we're doing this. We're trying to put people on the music. <laughs> that's what's up. That's what's up. Yeah. But no, um, we, we definitely we definitely appreciate you taking the time um to hang out with this night and talk to us. Uh yeah, so that's that's definitely um appreciated on our end. Uh Shay, do you do you have any other up here? Uh no, nah, man. Just thanks for coming on. Sorry about the little, you know, the wait that that uh happened with the group uh call and everything. But it's been fun, man. I we I appreciate you coming on. Uh, I mean, just the fact that you, that y'all responded to me was really great. Like, I really, I, I appreciate that when artists, you know, take the time to, you know, interact with their fans. And, uh, I mean, I fuck with y'all's music, and I'm really looking forward to what y'all have planned next. Yeah, man, look, just tell everybody you know, look, if you, if you don't live in North Carolina and you know they can't come to the show, tell everyone just to buy the vinyl, man. Just buy it. Mm-hmm. And um, keep it flowing because my thing is, it's like any business. You support what you like and it grows and it stays around longer. So, you know, if people do like the music and that's for anybody, definitely big up what you like, buy what you like. And if you don't like it, just don't talk about it. So and just keep moving that way. Mm-hmm. Easy as that, huh? Um, so, yeah, let's uh, how do you, uh, you know, where can, uh, where can people find you or, you know, find uh, Cooley High? You know, why don't you plug where they can get you at? You can be found at CooleyHigh.com. That's the website, CooleyHigh.nc for Instagram and at CooleyHigh on Twitter. So that's where uh, we all are. We all can be found there. You know, we keep up on things, check messages. So, yeah, if you're not following us currently, definitely go ahead and join the movement. We out here. So Synopsis. 
from Cooley High. I'm glad to have him on this week. You know, hopefully we can uh, keep in touch and, uh, you know, meet you and, you know, maybe a couple of other guys from Cooley High later on. Word up. All right. Thanks, Synopsis. Talk to you. Uh, You take care, man. All right. Take care. See ya. We'd like to appreciate Synopsis for coming on. It was a great episode. Really liked talking to him. Jordan, uh, I don't know if you heard him, but he said to come out to the show in Raleigh, hang out with them, chat with them, have a couple of fucking briskies. You know, you could do that, you know, if you really want to. Um, But yeah, I mean, you know, we love doing what we do. We're hoping to get more guests this year. We're trying. I'm trying to bring the energy. You know, I'm kind of getting out of my fucking element, but you know, it's gonna, it's gonna be all right. Um, Buy a fucking mic. What? Buy a mic. Uh, for those of you who would like to contribute to my mic, um, I'll drop the PayPal. I gotta go find me up already. Okay. Yeah. Just send all the money to Jordan. Uh, we really appreciate you guys for tuning in. Leave a review. Follow us. Share us. Subscribe to us. Love us. We'll see you next week. One day you'll get better at these outros. <laughs> He does a he does a really good job. I don't know what you're saying. He misses a couple things, and like other weeks, he'll include the right things and then forget the other things. We might have to just write a script down with like bullet points in it. It's like make sure you mention this, 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 and this because you forgot to mention all the social media handles and you forgot to say. That's... Please remember to leave a comment if you like this and make sure you share this with your friends' family. But... With your friends' family. But you know, you just gotta. You'd think it would take reps to get this, but the more reps we have, the more you feel <laughs> We ain't got you in the gym doing up-downs right. It's not muscle memory yet. I, I shoot not I at sh- all. I shoot from the hip a lot of the times on here. Bro, you're not even, like, shooting from the hip. You're, like, closing your eyes and spraying from your asshole. Same thing. Mm-hmm. If we being a butt.